Chapter 34 All right, Rosa said, slowing the car to peer out the window. The road cut through a dense forest, curving out of sight every hundred feet, which made it difficult to navigate. I think we're almost there, Caleb, she said suddenly, turning off the car. Let's go the rest of the way on foot. We want to take this guy by surprise. Caleb said nothing but dutifully followed Rosa. He had heard her make the call to Bree, giving an outright lie to get an address to make an arrest. This had troubled him. He had always assumed that while criminals lied to each other, police and law enforcement officers, the good guys, would be honest and work together, which made him confused all over again about why he was trusting the FBI if they were not actually as good as he had thought. There, Rosa said, pointing to a house at the end of a long, straight driveway. The end of a semi-truck hidden behind the garage stuck out slightly at the ends. And he's home. Caleb followed Rosa as she ran toward the house. She looked at the front door, then continued on. Caleb made sure to stay a good ten feet behind her. He did not want to be involved if things got chaotic. At the back of the house, Rosa pulled out her gun and handed it to Caleb. Don't shoot, she said, but aim it at him like you're ready to shoot if you see him move for a gun. It will make him hesitate, at least. Got it? Caleb had never held a gun before, and it was heavier than he expected. He nodded, suddenly terrified that he would accidentally fire it and hurt Rosa or himself. He made sure to keep his finger completely off the trigger, just in case. I guess. Good. The next moment... Rosa yanked open the back door and plunged into the house. Caleb drew in a sharp breath. Did she expect him to follow her into the house, even though there was a criminal in there? Did he even trust her enough to know that she was not on the same side as the criminal? He looked down at the gun in his hands. Okay, she's probably not on his side. And she might need me as backup if this was her only gun. I can't let her down. He tightened his grip on the gun took a deep breath to swallow his fear, and stepped inside. He found himself in the kitchen, which looked like someone had run through knocking things over and tossing stuff out of drawers. Caleb could see Rosa standing silently against the wall in the next room over, waving at him to hurry up. He gingerly stepped over the fallen silverware and broken dishes and made his way across the room. Somewhere upstairs, he could hear movement. "'Come on,' Rosa mouthed waving with her hand. Caleb followed, trying to mimic her silent movements. They made their way up the stairs to a hallway. Every room looked the same, totally trashed. Rosa pointed to a room that was obviously occupied down the hall. She started to move in that direction, but before she had even taken a step, a man emerged. To say he looked surprised would be an understatement, Caleb thought. Immediately, Rosa jumped at him, using all the hand-to-hand -hand combat techniques she had been showing Caleb earlier that morning. Within seconds, the man was on the floor with his hands blocking his face. "'Are you the one who killed my victor?' Rosa hissed, an evil glimmer in her eyes. Caleb's eyes widened. He was now completely lost. Wasn't Rosa supposed to be making an arrest, not getting revenge for whoever Victor was? He winced as Rosa punched the man squarely in the eye. That's gotta hurt. No, the man squeaked out. Rosa relaxed slightly, and that terrifying look in her eyes evaporated. 
She punched him on the jaw once more, and he went limp, unconscious. Rosa stood up and dusted off her hands. She looked at Caleb. Help me carry him? Caleb scowled. He could have walked if you hadn't knocked him out, he said pointedly. Just get over here, Rosa said, her voice sharp with impatience. Caleb handed Rosa the gun, which she put back in her belt, and took one of the arms while she took the other. Together, with his arms over their shoulders, they slowly made it to the outside of the house. Once on the front doorstep, Rosa leaned over to drop him down. She looked at the man, then at Caleb. "'I'm going to go bring the car over here,' she said slowly. "'He shouldn't wake up, but if he does, just knock him out again.' Caleb stared at Rosa. "'What?' She gave him an awkward pat on the shoulder. "'You'll be fine. I'll be quick.' She gave him back her handgun before running back the distance to the car. Caleb watched her go with a strange combination of irritation and fear. She had just left him alone with a dangerous man who could probably kill him without even trying. "'What have I gotten myself into?' A few minutes later, Rosa returned with the car, and they worked together to pull the man in the back seat where he was firmly secured by multiple seatbelts. "'Perfect,' Rosa declared. "'I wish we could do some digging through his house, but we have to take him to the jail first. Come on.' Caleb spent the hour-long drive to the jail, staring out the window, deep in thought. Rosa had arrested this guy without permission from Sanders. That much he knew. And from what he had heard, Bree had a whole list of several people to arrest. By the time she finished with her entire list— this van would have escaped. Did that make it right for Rosa to lie about it? Not for the first time. He found himself wishing Jim were there. He would know how to answer that question, Caleb thought.